Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app. It's that time of year, y'all. The Chani Holiday Store is live and ready for your gift list. And yes, self-gifting counts too. Shop our bestsellers and holiday exclusives at Chani.com before they sell out. That's C-H-A-N-I dot com. And in this episode, we are talking about the week of October 30th. And I just have to say that for those of you watching this on YouTube, I am deeply ashamed because I actually like wanted to have a costume for this and I don't have one. So for those of you listening to this on the Chani app or on a podcast app of some of some sort, um, just imagine that I have like a phenomenal costume. I don't it doesn't even matter like what it is, just like an amazing costume because I wanted to really enact the astrology of this week and I failed miserably. I'm a working mom. I'm like, I have all these big ideas. And then the reality of life kicks in and you're like, no, I just need to actually get the work done. So the work is getting done, but the actual embodiment of this, the astrology isn't uh, visually happening this week. So that being said, I'm really excited for this week's astrology for a lot of reasons, for a lot of the astrology of this week. And one of the things that I really love, the, f- the first like big note that we get to enjoy is that Venus, the planet of style and beauty and clothing and the ways in which we look, is in Virgo right now. And because Venus is said to be in like its fall or in like a struggling kind of situation, Venus and Virgo works overtime. It tries to do everything really well, correctly, more detail-oriented than perhaps any other Venusian placement. So a Venus and Virgo is going to pay attention to every single stitch in the cloth. It is going to pay attention to the exact buttons. It's going to pay attention to the color of the thread. It's going to pay attention to the ways in which things are fitting together, not fitting together, all of that. And so Venus in Virgo right now is going to make a trine to Uranus. And Uranus is the planet that wants to do things differently or oddly or weirdly or really in a very unconventional way. So the beginning of this week is set up for us to dress in wild ways, for us to embody a kind of specific, creative, and really unique kind of self-expression. And it's the kind of astrology that says, like, if you put in the hard work, the way in which something is styled, or if you work really hard at the way in which something is styled, it's going to be really loud in the best of ways and get a lot of attention for its uniqueness, right? It's about craft, it's about skill, and it is about its uniqueness. So of course, you don't have to use this astrology to dress up, but 
How great is it to have a world in costume, even if it's just for a weekend or once a year? I mean, I wish that we had a world where, you know, we focused on celebrating things. We focused on supporting each other. We focused on cultivating relationships and doing work that felt really fulfilling and wonderful. That's like a Venus in Virgo kind of sentiment. I mean, Venus in Virgo loves to work really hard, but it's working on hard. It's working hard on things that promote our pleasure. And in this trying to Uranus, this first aspect that we're experiencing this week, it's about working hard, but also innovatively, right? It's about putting in the time to perfect a skill that's going to help us to maybe have a breakthrough or it's going to help us to do something in a way that we're like, oh, wow, that's also so satisfying. It's so pleasurable to work on something in a way where you're really understanding the value of paying attention to detail and symmetry and the way something works or doesn't work. So of course you could use this for a lot of different things. You could use this for, or you could notice how this moment is aligning or reflecting something back to you that is about your diligence and and attention to detail and how doing so, how being attentive to the small actually helps us to find those moments of breakthrough. When we're always looking for the big and the glorious, we can often miss the sweetness and the pleasures in the details. And that's also another Venusian, Virgoan crossover collab theme. But speaking of big and grandiose, the second aspect of the week is totally opposite. It is big. It is about a expansive kind of moment. The sun is going to make an opposition to Jupiter, and that happens on Thursday, November 2nd. So the sun is right now traveling through Scorpio. Scorpio is deep and brooding and mysterious and powerful and all about our ability to honor the dark and honor the cycles of life. And so in an opposition to Jupiter, it kind of expands those themes. So this week could also feel exceptionally scorpionic, exceptionally uh, powerful, mystical, magical, and like buoyant in the dark, <laughs> like buoyant in because of the things that we're able to grapple with. And of course, this moment in in the Northern Hemisphere, this period of time from October 31st through into the first couple of days of November has a lot of different celebrations connected to it in terms of honoring the dead and honoring the passage of life, honoring the spirit realm. And it's said that the veils grow thin between the material and the spiritual realm. So whether or not that resonates with you, it is obviously a time where we play with imagery of ghosts and goblins and ghouls. And we are also reminded of the fact that we don't live forever. And you too, and me too, and all of us are going to not get out of here alive. So it's always an invitation this time of year to meditate on that. And it feels like those themes are big around Thursday because of the Sun-Jupiter opposition. So 
in a lot of ways, it'll feel fun, but it's fun in a Scorpio way, right? So it's so Scorpio has fun by delving into the mystery, by having deep experiences, maybe conversations, by having uh, a profound transformation or something that feels like a catharsis of, of sorts. And so those aspects might be magnified. And we might also just go to many very good parties and see a lot of really wonderful costumes, I'm hoping. And maybe even just like be encouraged to have a type of playfulness in the face of grappling with more serious types of aspects of life, right? So it's like, that's really what it feels like a lot of these celebrations are about. It's like, you were talking about death and we're talking about people that have passed on and we're also dressing up and we're also being, we're honoring their lives by playing with these themes and by engaging in this. And also like, what would the world look like if we spoke about death more often, if we talked about grief, if we had places in our communities, in our societies, in our cities that were not marginal or not about something outside of everyday reality. But what if we brought the ending of things into the center so that the living of life was more pronounced, so that the understanding that we're all connected to this life cycle, no matter what, 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 or where we're from or what we have, we're connected to this cycle of life. And so just because we're in a body doesn't mean that that's granted to us for any particular period of time. And so again, Thursday's astrology seems to be deepening that, but how we could work with it is by celebrating the 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 deeper aspects of our life and and also you know understanding the power that we do have scorpio is always trying to help us to remember the power that we have and then on friday november 3rd venus opposes neptune and this is a beautiful signature for everything that we could bring into being through our imagination This is really helpful for getting out of the ways in which we can be sometimes trapped or hemmed in by the material world. And again, that's a lot of what we're engaging with this week culturally. We're talking about the spirit realm. We are witnessing, you know, maybe public altars or a lot of like even, you know, like gravestones and stuff like that and ghosts and spirits and we're engaging with the realms of life that are non-physical. So it also just seems to be mirroring that. For us individually, it might be a moment where relationship issues come up and relationship boundaries get pointed out where they're wobbly or non-existent and what we might need to do to put them in place. But don't worry, because really quickly, Saturn stations direct. And Saturn is in Pisces at the moment. And on the the 4th of November, on Saturday, Saturn stations direct. And it really does call to mind this understanding of 
what is fluid but still structured in our life. So we can think of that in a lot of different ways. It's kind of like a jellyfish, Saturn and Pisces. Like Pisces is the water, it's fluid, it's flowing, but Saturn brings form and structure to something. So when a planet stations direct or retrograde, as we know, it pulls focus. It like its themes pull focus. And Saturn is the planet of time and of endings of things. So it is associated to many things. It's associated with agriculture. It's associated with boundaries. It also can be associated with death and endings. And there's a way in which it's stationing direct at this time is also reminding us that we don't live forever. We only have a certain amount of time here. It's precious. What do we want to do with it? What are we molding into shape? What are we bringing into form? Now, Saturn has been in Pisces since March. And because it's stationing direct and it's pulling focus, we might want to think about what we've been able to bring into form, mold, shape, be flexible, but boundaried with in our lives since about March. And it's really good to like go and reread your Saturn and Pisces horoscope to rethink where Saturn is in your chart to understand where Pisces is in your chart and therefore where Saturn is moving through and how Saturn has been encouraging you to, you know, flexibly if that's a word, to bring thing, spring something into shape in the area of your life that this part of your chart is reflecting. So where is Pisces in your chart? Saturn's really working that area of your chart and asking you to be disciplined, responsible, reliable, and consistent with the area of your life that this part of your chart represents. So that might also be something that you notice is really potent at the end of the week. Also on Saturday, Mercury makes an opposition to Uranus. And this is a piece of news that feels maybe shocking or liberating or upsetting or groundbreaking or innovative or all of the above. A lot of times it's kind of all together. This week is not like a hefty, hefty week in terms of the astrology of 2023. It's really pretty light. Probably the most intense thing is Saturn stationing direct. And again, it'll pull focus on our mortality, on our boundaries, on our ability to shape our life in the way that we want to. And, you know, Saturn in Pisces is really poetic. Pisces is really poetic, but Saturn brings that poetry into form and structure. So I say indulge in some of that this week. Indulge in some poetry. Indulge in whatever helps you to remember how fleeting life is, how important it is to stay present within it, and to be both boundaried and flexible, and really developing your own relationship to your integrity and to show up as a mature, responsible, and completely irreverent human being. Because life is so short, because nothing is promised to us, because there is such an innovative streak to this week's astrology too, from that Venus trine Uranus to that Mercury opposing Uranus from the beginning of the week to the end of the week, there's like a little bit of shock and awe and a quality of 
you know, getting attention through a flash of brilliance. But it's really quick astrology. This is like not a make or break it kind of week. Again, the thing that's pulling focus is that peace with Saturn. And so revisit your Saturn in Pisces horoscope. Think about the area of your chart that Saturn is moving through and consider how you've been able to kind of work in a disciplined but fluid type of way with that transit. All right, y'all. Next week is a little bit more bumpy. It is probably going to be a little bit more in our face in terms of how it's landing. So enjoy this week. Enjoy the spaciousness. Enjoy the playfulness. Enjoy any of the ease that this week wants to help to facilitate. And I will see you back here next week. Thank you all so much for leaving us reviews in the App Store. I wanted to leave you with this one. It's called Insightful. I find this app helpful on a near daily basis. I find myself almost every Sunday listening to the podcast, often taking notes. I find Chani's perspective and insight useful as I carve out my own personal life journey. This app is definitely a delightful wealth of insightful information and a treasured resource. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you to everyone who is a part of creating it. Thank you so much for joining. Many, many blessings. Sending lots of love. Bye for now.